Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They his buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. everybody happy wednesday to you december 21st 2022 you're listening to kentucky roll call here on big x sports radio national signing day edition of kentucky roll call tj walker nick roush justin kalen it's a big show wednesday hump day edition roush how you doing buddy happy signing day happy happy signing day it's here that's we a made big it. one. Sheesh. Scoots, That's how are you? Yeah. I'm good. I, I'm not uh, hyped about National Signing Day or anything, but I'm good. I'm here, ready for uh, Wednesday. I've got today, so radio today, and then work after the radio, and then i got six hours of radio tomorrow, and I'm done until Monday or Tuesday. Wow. That's amazing. That's uh, What are you going to do with all that time? A uh, whole bunch of nothing. Really excited to sit around and do a whole bunch of nothing, TJ. I I will. I was telling my roommate last night, I am not coming out of my house on Friday. I'm going to sleep in as late as I want, and I am going to literally just sit there and do nothing, and it's going to be great. Well, good. Good. I'm, I'm happy to hear it. You deserve it. Uh, I, I am excited uh, come Tuesday just to hear a recap of what all you ended up doing. Did it end up being nothing? Did Scooch get roped into something he didn't want to do? But you're 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 right there, Scooch. You're knocking on the door, the light at the end of the tunnel. You'll get there, buddy. Oh yeah, pretty excited. Well, good. Well, we've got a fun show planned for you today. We want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. And normally we would start a show just with some general nonsense what we did on our Tuesday evenings, wherever we get to. If you're a listener of Kentucky Roll Call for any extended period of time, you know how you know how it goes. But not today. We got to jump right into it. We got some big-time commitments yesterday and more likely coming today. It's a national signing day that a couple months ago, I hand up me, if nobody else, but I do know that there were other people, we're wondering, yeah, why, why is this so underwhelming? UK's coming off a 10-win season. Why, why are you not seeing this bump? 
you had smarter folks like Roush say, well, you got to be patient here. You had a bunch of coaching staff turnover, and it's not over. You got to see how it's all going to play out. Well, sure enough, the folks like Roush ended up being more correct because UK is surging on National Signing Day. And if things go their way today, Roush, not crazy to think top 30 class right there around the top 25. Uh, marker different services will obviously have different rankings and naturally will take whatever's highest for UK and say they're the best right yeah that's because that's what you should do as a fan you, you just pick whichever one's the best no, even... no other places have to just pick one and you have to go with that one UK we get to flex we get to whatever yeah. one is the best for us is what we get to do yeah we did it we did it um it, it's 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 one of those days too where uh, you saw Kentucky close strong, uh, make some significant moves in the portal, um, but also the moves that they made with staff changes too. You're you're going to see an immediate bump from that, even though it only happened two or three weeks ago. Um, you know, is Devin Leary coming here if Liam Cohen is not uh, going to be the next play caller? Probably not, right? Like uh, Jamarion Wilcox, the the talented running back that Auburn wanted, that Clemson wanted, who's uh, considered a top 150 player by rivals. I, Kentucky was in a good spot. I, they might have needed Jay Bulware to close that deal. So uh, you, you've you seen Kentucky, that they're, they're finishing strong. And even though, no, it's not the same class as last year, which um, I, it's going to be hard to top that class because they had like five impact true freshmen that played right away. Um, and I, I'm probably lowballing that number as well. Uh, th- this could still end up being a solid class right around or just above Stoops' typical average. And that's good. Uh, that you, you just, uh, I, I definitely didn't want to get a spot where somehow you were losing ground on the average recruiting class that Kentucky normally has. Uh, but if you can at least stay the same, and we'd maybe like to see a step forward, but if you take into consideration the transfer portal, uh, you could probably make a case that they're doing just that. But at least when you're in that 25-30 range, you are within striking distance of top 15 classes. Uh, as I always say, there's a little buffer zone with recruiting rankings because the experts don't always get it right. Uh, but you, there's a trend between good recruiting class rankings and teams that make the college football playoffs. So. Uh, not not normally do you see those teams with recruiting classes ranked, you know, 35 and above. Not really often, even 25 or 30 and above. So you still do want Kentucky to take that step forward. At least at some points during this recruiting cycle, it looked like they were going to be steps backwards, and we don't have to worry about that necessarily being the case. But, Roush, something that we likely thought was going to happen came true yesterday. You get the Devin Leary commitment, and then shortly after Kentucky gets their running back, which felt like, as we mentioned, uh, you had Davis commit a really, really long time ago. However, it was a coordinated commitment to some degree, I guess. And Ramon Davis and Devin Leary, both on board. Officially official, Kentucky actually announced all of their transfer portal signings or additions, whatever you want to call them, last night. Uh, so they, they have six portal players, which feels about like a typical kind of number that, that, that we'll, we'll, we've, we've seen throughout the years. Um, and, but Devin Leary is certainly an atypical uh, 
transfer portal edition. I don't know how many of you were watching Toledo and Liberty in the Boca Raton Bowl, the roof, the roof bowl. Like that, Devin Leary to Kentucky was one of the top stories in all of college football yesterday because it's a big damn deal. He's the best quarterback in the transfer portal. Uh, some might argue Grayson McCall, but most services have Leary as the number one quarterback and a top five player overall in the transfer portal. Kentucky went and got him, right? That I, it, feels, it feels great to be in this spot we're at right now, TJ. It feels really great. Yeah, it was fun. And this this is really significant from a, for a variety of reasons. And first is just, you're right, having a day where Kentucky football is, is getting a lot of the headlines, getting a lot of attention. That's, that's awesome. Secondly, the Will Levis commitment was good. We had reason to be excited about it. Uh, I remember everybody showing the tape of him throwing at that indoor facility yeah. where it looked like he was throwing at a million miles an hour. And then he, you know, he was a character. And, and and that was good, but maybe not as big as a splash as Leary is. But another big deal for the Leary commitment is moving forward, anytime Kentucky needs to go get a transfer portal quarterback, the bar has been set. The mm-hmm. expectations will be high that Kentucky should be able to go out and get uh, one of the top targets, or at least have enough to sell to be able to go out there and get the get a top target. And I'm going to get into, I'll probably get into this point right now, otherwise I'll likely forget it, but uh, this is uh, this is a giant year. I, I, initially, I thought of, like, this is going to go one of two ways. Really, there is a third way, but, but, but hear me out. This <laughs> Kentucky offense has as many talented pieces as again and I felt like you could make a case that we we said this going into this past season and for for obviously for good reasons uh injuries and whatever else offensive coordinator ended up not letting it fly or, or reach its ceiling uh but you're gonna have as many talented offensive players as a UK offense has had if not more that's just up to your own personal opinion and again after this year you're probably going to have to replace a lot of those positions. Quarterback, most likely running back, although you can kind of see how some of those young guys do, but you're probably still going to need at least an experienced body at that point. But, Roush, you still probably should have, assuming that you can keep them from a nil situation, you probably should still have your Dankies, your Barry and Browns. They should still be within the program. So. Point being, if this works with this talented group of Leary and Davis, Kentucky football likely finishes ranked top 15, top 20, and you should be in a good spot to go once again, get one of the top quarterbacks in the transfer portal and getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, obviously, or go get one of the top running backs in the transfer portal, even if it is within conference. And while it would be three quarterbacks in three years for your star receivers, which isn't necessarily an ideal situation, it's pretty good for hype building as well. I bet UK football sold more season tickets yesterday than they would anticipate on a random Tuesday. And I bet they're going to sell more moving forward with having Leary on board, uh, a well-known quarterback, than other situations. So it's going to be a really fascinating kind of, test case of 
will Kentucky football program be in a better spot a year from now than they are right now? Because if Leary goes out there, gets hurt again, or he just can't really translate over to the SEC, Davis, for whatever reason, just doesn't take a step forward, maybe even takes a step back. I don't know a situation how that would happen, but maybe UK's offensive line stinks again. And then you'll probably you're probably in a spot, Roush, where if UK goes six and six, five and seven, or the season ends up not being anything special, where Key and Brown said, "Hey, I, I hung out for a year and a, a year extra, where I was offered big money from other places. We brought in a new quarterback. We brought in some new pieces. I don't think I want to do all that again. I'm not so so sure if that sounds fun to me. Maybe I will go for my final year, go play for a national championship team." elsewhere so it's a pretty big make or break year with these guys because most likely you're going to be doing all this again in 12 months and when you're doing it again in 12 months will you be able to sell look at us look at how we attack the portal and darn it we're going to do it again watch out for Kentucky football or will it be okay yeah we missed we missed with that one or it didn't go the way that we planned but this next year you 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 just watch and see. We'll get it right this time. We promise. You're probably going to have a tougher time selling the people hanging around with the ladder in that scenario. And then the third scenario that I thought of, of course, you could probably go like eight and four, where it's great or it's good, but not great. It's not terrible, and you're in a position where UK footballs has a lot to sell, but it's maybe not the sexiest thing in the world. But it's going to be fascinating, and all that's on the line based on what you get from Leary, what you get from Davis, maybe some of these offensive line pieces that you're bringing in. But but it's a big stage for U.K. football because if Leary goes out there and rocks out, U.K. gets close to another 10-win season, double-digit win season, then, boy, imagine when we're doing this next year. I mean, it really will be sky's the limit. Uh, Scoots, I need you to do me a favor. Hit me. Can you go into the room, grab the maracas? Got it. I already got it, buddy. I got told you I had you. We got breaking news. Right. We got breaking news. Hit, hit the maracas. The first letter is in. Four-star linebacker Grant Godfrey is officially the first Wildcat in the 2023 recruiting class. We did it. That's not, a got That's not a surprise. No, but it's breaking news. The first one's in. Oh. We did it. I don't know if we need to be doing that just for the... We're not going to do it for every single for the, one. For but the like, already committed players. But they're in. The first one's in. That's a good start today. Good start to the day. Well, but we knew that, we knew that, they were, we knew that, that one was coming in. I mean, TJ, do you want me to do my job or do you want me to do my job? I'm just telling you the first one is in, so we it's it's officially started, okay? So just confirmation that the fax machine is working in Lexington. Yeah. That's good. And you, you want your technology to be up to date. I just thought it was, uh, Scoots, I thought it was maybe somebody we weren't anticipating committing to the Cats today. No, that's, that might not even happen during the show. I'm some exciting, so like I, you know, some exciting big-time news. The... In all fairness, the first commit, whether you expect it or not, deserves a maraca. Yeah, I, okay, agree, agree to disagree. But <laughs> it, it it is who's not who's going to be next, Roush? Could you predict the order? No way, not not a chance in France. <laughs> Every class you normally have like one player that wants to be the first one. You know, like in, it's, and typically it's like they they want to uh, like. Uh, 
I would not have like, – Dane Key was probably one of the first ones last year. You know, like they, they typically yeah. want it to be, you know, a nice pop, if you will. Yeah, Which, and, uh, I guess Godfrey is. I really like Godfrey's game. He's 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 a good ball player. Oh, a lot of upside. You get a lot of Jamin Davis comps with this kid because he's a he's a great athlete. Really flies around, but he's got to he's got to add some weight. A little skinny right now. Oh, that shouldn't be. That hopefully wouldn't be an issue. That that is that is exciting. I also like the international commitments that you'll sometimes get at like midnight where oh, from I Australia hate that. can be I like, like I love it, but I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> always a good time. Nobody in in Kentucky's class that will. We'll do that this season, but all right, they're going to start rolling in left and right. We will, we will update you. I'm just kind of teasing a little bit. We will update when you get them. If there's any surprises, we will be sure to to let you know. But uh, uh, expect them to keep rolling on in. Yeah, the I, I did want to go back to what you were talking about, though, TJ. Uh, so, are, essentially, are you saying like? Hey, if this doesn't go well, then maybe they could lose a bunch of guys to the portal next year. Is is that? Am I? I'm, I know you said a lot more than that, but is that the the yeah, guys? I, I think that you're kind of setting yourself up where with Key and Brown, that if this if Leary doesn't work, if Davis doesn't work, if the season ends up not being a success, Cohen is you know I, I think a step up. I, I don't know how that wouldn't happen, but let's just say he ends up not being able to do what he did with Wandale, uh, then that I think you're going to have a tougher sell, not only bringing new people in, but maybe keeping some of those guys staying, just saying, hey, we got to do all this over again. I would disagree um, because, like, if it doesn't work out, then, like, I mean, I don't want to say it's not for a lack of trust, but, like, what more could you want them to try to do to help you out? And I, so, okay, well, if, if it doesn't work out, TJ, then yes, the, then you, there's like much bigger problems. Um, I, I thought you were going to go in a different direction and start talking about like looking at the head of the schedule and saying like, oh man, this year could be, uh, if you, it kind of, it's kind of easy at the beginning of the year. If you get Leary on a roll early on, uh, you, you could be, uh, you could be humming by the middle of the season. Absolutely humming. Top yeah. 25 team. Yeah. With, I just, uh, it wouldn't be for a lack of trying. I'm not that, but if they couldn't do it with Leary, which is a really exciting name, and they couldn't do it by bringing in another thousand yard back in the SEC, you may have them more willing to listen to the big time programs that will say, "Hey, why roll the dice again with who they're bringing in?" Man, we, it's we just a very in. negative uh, first take to have after that announcement, too. I know we've talked about um, what Leary's potential is already. Uh, and it's kind of what we do on the show. We kind of say some of the initial takes right away. But that was uh, that's uh, that's kind of a uh, glass half empty approach, Mister Sports Soccer. Well, you're probably half glass glass empty fella because you didn't take the positive of where uh, of the whole rant, saying if they do amazing, how great it could be for UK's football program and what calibers of players they could bring in in the next recruiting cycle if they go out there. The whole point was they're going to be in this position again if the guys do well. That's going to be great for the program. If they don't, it could end up having some some negative results that we're not anticipating, with more people potentially leaving. And I think that's all that's true. But if you're if you're a half glass empty kind of guy and you just want to focus on the negative of that, that's understandable. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, but like you you, you talked a little bit more about the uh, the guys who might leave and less about how great this team could be when you have a quarterback like Devin Leary under center, who's a good rhythm thrower, who I mean, for for a guy like Dinky that 
didn't really get a ton of those 50-50 ball targets that we might have expected last year. Like that's that's one of the better balls that he <laughs> that that Leary can throw. Um, you combine that with just um, I, I really like the video too, how they kind of edited Leary throwing the ball with the receivers catching and making plays. Like that was awesome. That was awesome. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm fired up. I'm excited. I, I love like even like the Louisville fans. Like even Mike Rutherford was um, like, man, that was a monster get for for. Kentucky it's like yeah suck it Louisville yeah no it it, it is uh I I think you're kind of missing the overall the overall take you know, but because here's the here, here's the part the synthesis of your take they're going to do this every year like I it's it's this this process that we're going through is going to happen every single year regardless of good or bad like they're going to be yeah, portal again, hunting I, one way or that, the other. We're, we're going to move past it. The point that you're missing, though, is that if it's bad, it's going to be tougher to do it again. Well, yes. And also, if it's good, it's going to be easy to do again. Uh, like, the stuff that Will Levis did to be able to get Devin Leary, maybe what Barry on Brown and Dane Key uh, do at Kentucky, make them able to go get a Jordan Addison. Like, uh, you know, and I'm just maybe being a little hyperbolic here but yeah like you can you can say the same about other positions as well yes that that was the that was my good side of the point yes. right it just it just the the end of it was talking about well if things don't go that way so you know I, the end of it is typically what i just well it's not bus lapper radio there's two points to it and that's true where it, it like it's a it's exciting i'm i'm pumped for it but if it, it leary ends up not living up to expectations then it's going you're going to be doing it again and your sense of optimism similar with offensive like if kentucky would have hired an offensive coordinator we hadn't heard but had some nfl ties We'd all say, okay, oh, yeah, like, yeah. what's we our confidence in this being able to work this time? But it ended up being a name. I mean, it ended up being the perfect name because we all have expectations it will work because we've seen it work again. Uh, and that will be similar in the transfer portal, where if it works, then we'll say, all right, you got a track record now and it's looking good. And you can go get anybody in the class now because you've had success now with multiple people. Or if it doesn't work, it may end up hurting you and you may have a tougher sell with bringing people in. But you're bringing in a quarterback that really can make uh, pretty much any throw. You don't see him kind of throw across the middle post routes as much as maybe some other quarterbacks. But in terms of the back shoulder stuff, uh, just telling your wide receiver, hey, you're faster than that guy. Um, Worst case scenario, it's going to be a jump ball. Just go, and I'm going to throw it up to you. You'll get more of that with Leary. Um, I, I'm it's a he's a really really talented quarterback I love his decision making process um, he can you know look one way at a defense and then go throw to another person uh, but even when he does kind of track down his throws he's going to put it right on the money um, this is if you're a wide receiver in UK's offense and especially if you're a tight end I, I think uh, and you get Cohen the creativity that he had it's going to be it should be really fun. Your first instinct is make sure you protect that guy and let's hope that he heals and is 100% going into the season. But assuming that he is, and I'm sure the staff has that assumption, you're going to get a really, really special thrower with your best wide receiving core. It, it is. I, Roush, I think it's going to be – there's no reason it shouldn't be one of the most exciting offenses Kentucky football's had. I know we're coming off a year where we're saying that and it ended up not being very exciting at all, but – 
Scangarello ended up not being what we thought he was going to be, and that right. played a big role. Now I think you're improving the pieces at wide receiver and skill position, and quarterback, is it more talented than a Will Levis? I can tell you it's more talented than an unhealthy Will Levis. Uh, the answer is how Levy, how healthy will Leary be? Um, and then I think it, for, it very well could be as talented as a Will Levis, all things considered. We're also, TJ, like, let's, let's go back and just look at the quarterbacks Kentucky's had throughout the Mark Stoops tenure. There really is a, uh, I mean, you, you can probably debate semantics with some of these, but doesn't it feel like, I mean, you know, obviously we ha- Larry has to be healthy, all the caveats, but isn't there a world where pretty much every quarterback in the Mark Stoops era has been one notch better than the previous one? Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, I, mean, I guess it's your, your whatever your take is on Steven Johnson and Terry Wilson would probably be the difference there. But right, uh, right, right. Terry Wilson did win 10 games. That's true. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that that's where you might get into hair splitting. It'll come down to personal preference. Uh, you know, they, they both won some big games. But to the, 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 the overall point is, though, is they, they are continually upgrading at the position that you need. Like, that that's your most important position, right? And I think if there was going to be one big criticism of Will Levis, it's he he made way too many turnovers trying to fit balls in tight windows. And he probably wasn't as accurate as we wanted him to be, right? Um, that That's really strength. The strength of his passing game is his ability to fit the ball in tight windows, to get it out of his hand quickly. And I, I think a, a, a point that our pal Adam Luckett made that was a good one is Will Levis, yes, you asked him to go win you some games, but it was typically with like a combination of his legs. Um, and his arm, but he also had Chris Rodriguez the whole time. Um, Ray Davis is a quality physical runner. Chris Rodriguez, right? I'm very bullish on Jamarion Wilcox. These guys, there's not Chris Rodriguez. You're just not going to have the same running game, uh, reliable running game you've had for the last seven years this year. You're going to need to lean on your passing game to win you some games, and Fleary's done that. When, When NC State had its best year under Dave Doran, in 2021, it was asking Devin Leary to throw it 35, 45 times a game. And he did it. Uh, 17 and four as a starter. And his only losses were to top 25 teams. Uh, and I think typically on the road. He beat Clemson uh, once as well. So, like, he's won some big games. He's been in some big games. Uh, it, it's when you, when you look for boxes to check transfer quarter, portal quarterbacks, he pretty much checks them all. And if it wasn't for injuries, he'd be on his way to the NFL this offseason instead of into the transfer portal. It's a it's a big-time addition. Yeah, when he first committed, I'm, I'm excited about Davis, but when he did first commit, there was a part of me that was like, Chris Rodriguez, is it too late? Are you sure? Have you heard mm-hmm. things that you liked hearing from the NFL up to this point? Because, boy, could and Davis is going to be a good addition. I still have a little concern about running back depth, but Kentucky likely taking care of that to some degree today. Um, but I, I think, I don't, the, the fifth year guy, Jefferson, I six year guy, whatever year it's going to be now at this point, I, I can't really consider him anything more than just like a body until he proves that he can stay healthy and get out Which there and run fair. Yeah. And then if it's Davis and McLean, then that's good. Like I, you know, that's a, that's a 
really good one-two in the SEC. But if something were to happen to one of those two guys, yeah. then you're relying most likely on a freshman. I like know they did getting- this year. You know, I mean, yeah. you yeah, had McLean get hurt at times. You were without Rodriguez. Um, yeah, I think Smoke was hurt. Who knows? You know, I don't know what his deal was. But uh, uh, speaking of Smoke, Smoke's still looking for a home. We did get three new homes for Kentucky transfers that are on their way out. Um, Chris Lewis teaming back up with John Summerall at Troy. I think he's going to moss on some dudes down there. Love uh, it. That, yeah, yeah. So, Especially that league, like he, his length is going to be such a problem. Uh, physicality in the SEC, I think, gave him some challenges, but that won't be is quite a big of a deal in the Sun Belt. Uh, Chauncey Magwood, another summer recruit, going to UCF, and then Demarcus Harris could be playing uh, Lewis in the Sun Belt. I don't think Marshall is in the same division, but Demarcus Harris is going to go to Marshall for his final two years of football. Wow! Yeah. All right. Um, I. Wish it had worked out with Lewis at UK just because I said it was going to, and I thought he was good. Uh, ended up being wrong about that. But, Roush, we often do this with the transfers leaving the program, seeing where they end up, and, you know, like. Sunbelt, you know. Sunbelt. A lot of them have gone to U. It's to three UCF kids in two yeah. years, you know. Yeah. 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 Wish them the best, but obviously I think, you know, they that it is what it is. There's there's a reason they're they're leaving an SEC program and going to the places that they're going. But I will wish them the best. And I think Cavassier Smoke should go to Troy too. And we can have kind of that Troy can be the team we Kentucky continue South. to root for. You'll see more of the cats there. Yeah, exactly. Could be could be a good time. But wishing those folks the best. Uh do we have anybody else in? Uh we Ty Bryant and uh Tanner Master. So we're up to three right now. Uh, Ty is, it's the first time in six classes that the first commitment is going to actually sign on signing day. And, uh, I'm sure that's the case because Ty also like reclassifies the like he recruits from Washington. So, uh, most of the time that first commitment, the kid ends up flipping elsewhere pretty quickly. Uh, that's a fun fact. How, who, where'd you, where, who dug that one up? That, that, that was a Derek Terry joint. Gotcha. So I guess just you'd have clicked. to go back to Landon. Yeah, <laughs> I don't it think clicked, it's that far back, but yeah. it clicked in old Derek Terry's head that like, hey, you know, come to think of it, the first person who commits almost always decommits. How far back I, do we need to go? That's that's wild that it's that far. One of the more recent ones is already on his second school. Gerald Mincy was, I think, three classes ago, and he ended up going to Florida, transferring to Tennessee, and he started for Tennessee this year. Um, so yeah, you know, it's fun. Fun facts. Let's say, let's say we know it's gonna happen. When Duke's a star recruit, do you think he'll be somebody that's gonna commit to a place early or is he gonna be a signing day drama kid? Uh he would probably be a uh announces before the senior season. Yeah, that's a good time. It's a yeah, good time to yeah. do it. Have your fun junior year with the recruiting mm-hmm. process, but then when the senior year kicks off, you're down. You know where you're going, and it's focused. Don't have to deal with it. Day. Yeah, you, you just want to win a state title. Yeah, I like that. That's a good way to go about it. All right, well, we'll keep you updated when the signatures keep mm-hmm. rolling in. If there's any surprises, Kentucky Roll Call will be the first to have it. Keep coming on the text uh, line, the Thornton's text line, 502 414 uh, there's uh, a lot. It seems like there was a coordinated attack against me on the Thornton's text line this morning. Ooh. We'll be sure to read that on the air. 
Uh, well, whenever we get to it. Plus, we got to talk more football news. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. DJ Walker, Nick Rapp, We'll be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. You're going to win. You're going to win! <laughs> well, Mr. Burns had done it. The power plant had won it. With Roger Clemens clucking all the while. Mike Sosha's tragic illness made us smile. And welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Export Radio. Ninety-six-one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday morning. Text into the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty and stop in at Thornton's today and become a Refreshing Rewards member by downloading the Thornton's app. Save time, save money, and you'll have deals on your phone at the touch of your finger. Thornton's has delicious coffee to get you warmed up. Great breakfasts if you're in a rush. Pop in. Get a donut, breakfast sandwich, a croissant, as Scoots is a ginormous fan of. Gets them almost on a daily basis. And who can blame them? They're that good. Stop in at Thornton's today. Signing day special, Kentucky Roll Call. But, Roush, I did get my annual watching of four Christmases in. Oh, good. Night. Just really one of, not just obviously an underrated Christmas movie, but an underrated movie. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Each and every time you watch it, you notice something different. Or notice something new. Uh, it really is becoming one of my favorite Christmas movies. And okay, never mind. That was Robert. Du- I almost got Robert Duvall and James Caan mixed up, which I think that's fair enough. But um, I love when you get the grizzled, the grizzled dads and old movies Christmas movie. Uh, yeah, they're great characters. It is. He he is. Uh, he's hilarious in the movie. I like the scene. I, I guess I didn't notice that when they have to play Mary and Joseph, how ginormous the baby is that they give them. Yeah. The, the, the whole theme of the movie is just babies, but the one that they give them in that scene is just like literally bigger than what's her name, which is uh, which is hilarious. The little, and, yeah, yeah, and then you have Vince Vaughn, his character. He calls the Virgin Mary an unfit mother because he has the swaddle. And then the crowd erupts after he calls Mary an unfit mother. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then he swaddles the baby and it turns into this big dance scene and everybody goes crazy. Oh, it's so good. It's a great movie if you haven't, uh, if you're looking for a a fun holiday flick. Have you seen the, uh, have you seen the, what you call it on, um, the uh the spirited movie on no on, uh, i've heard i've heard a lot about it i've heard it's good but it's long i mean i don't think it's too long but they just it's they do a lot of musical numbers and there's maybe one more in there than i'd like to be in there but like some of them are fat, like outstanding musical numbers like i just it, it, one of those that you just kind of marvel the og one like the first one that with ryan reynolds is uh is really good when they introduce that character, very I'll have to. I'll I'll check it out. I've been meaning to. Uh, but last night was just our first. Like, hey, baby's asleep. 
let's sit down, actually watch the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully we'll be able to do that maybe a couple more nights as Christmas approaches. But uh, that is going to be kind of the nice thing about the freezing cold weather on the horizon. Just, hey, let's just everybody just stay in, watch a movie, leave the door right. shut, yeah. w- warm up. Should make for a nice Christmas. Spirited is, is the movie Ralph is talking about. Uh, so, yeah, spirited. Pretty enjoyable Christmas Carol take. Okay. Um, which, speaking of enjoyable, I just, on, on signing day, we get a heavy dose of graphics and videos from all these different departments uh, across the country. I'm just curious how much actual manpower it takes to create some of these videos. Like the, the Kentucky videos are really cool. Um, I saw one where like at Oklahoma, they made it look like your fingerprint scanning to get in. Like it, it's just, it's just very over the top. And um, one that I know you'll enjoy TJ because we're in the same era. I was a PS2 owner and uh, Ole, Ole Miss has done a throwback and all they're, they're announcing their signees uh, with NFL street animation. So it's like you're popping in the PS2 game and each commit is like tackling Troy Polamalu on NFL Street. It's pretty cool. Now you got to love the creativity. Yeah, and that's what today's all about. It's all about fun. It's a celebration of the the newcomers you're welcoming, uh, fulfill a lifelong dream to play college football. And uh, hopefully you're closing closing on some some cats. Hopefully. I've always thought a good idea is – doing a, a little flip book for stuff like this. You know, like, did you ever make a flip yeah. book as a kid? Um, I did not because I did not have the patience or the uh, drawing ability, but uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. Man, we, we loved them. And, like, they, were, they, were fun to, they were fun to make. Yeah, you could do one with that. That'd be cool. It starts with, like, it could be like a little stick figure, and then it gets more detailed and complex at the end, and then it turns into be the, the recruit. But I like the NFL Street. That was an underrated video game series. The uh, NBA Street, you know, across the board. But NFL Street specifically, a lot of fun. Street Volume 2 is one of, probably the most played video game at the Roush House. It's kind really? of quick. Fun little arcade. Yeah, yeah. It's a good question about what mine would be. Probably NCAA football when it's all said and done. But, but with, the thing is, though, is like with the Street Volume 2, that had a lot of life to it whereas like you'd get a new NCAA football maybe not every year but maybe every other year so yeah kind of alternate you know well hot in the streets yesterday Roush was the black alternate UK basketball jersey pretty pretty sharp looking is it weird that I thought that we had already like I thought we had already done like I thought we had already unveiled these it was uh I think they like unveiled that it existed, but I don't think we ever actually saw what it looked like. Mm-hmm. But that makes sense. It, well, but, they had a black one for the Bahamas. That yeah, maybe that was it. But and yeah, yeah. What, what the 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 timing was interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting timing because it's like are they wearing them to, tonight? That that's I, I was wondering if they're wearing them tonight as well. I didn't be a buy very in. weird game to wear them for. Yeah, I didn't buy into the people that were like UK football got good news and like no, but I, yeah. I but I, I think even still, you're I mean, the tweet was scheduled for noon. You're 
you're coming off a loss. The fan base isn't really all that excited about where things are standing at this point. And it's just like, how about something new and shiny? Huh? And it's like, well, how about, you know, scoring more than 53 points in a basketball game? And, and that's the, the problem with it is that was all the replies were, did they make you shoot better? Like, there was no – typically those the replies are all just like, dang – emojis like ooh, hard eyes these are going to be great like no that that was not the case for these it was all like i hope these make you shoot better which is obviously what everybody was going to do uh i i thought that that was like a no-brainer it's just not not the best timing from inside uk basketball all that being said i do like the jerseys i hope we we see them every once in a while i don't know if you need to pull them out against florida a&m if that's what they're doing but uh Kind of a head scratching move from from something off the court from UK, but obviously not not really a huge deal. But I thought they looked nice. Yeah, I, I like them. They're pretty cool. Uh, we don't get alternate uniforms very often, so just to have that option, I'm I'm fired up for. Um, Scoots, uh, it would have been maybe some alternate uniforms might have gotten the cards to get up for the game last night. I'm glad they didn't because I had a lot of money on it, as did TJ. Yeah, that was a nice one. They're horrible. UL. They are not, so bad. Not good. They lose really? to Lipscomb. Uh, don't know what the final score ended up being. Seventy-five, sixty-seven. Yeah, it, it what they didn't. It didn't come down to the wire. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think like what I don't know if you all were watching or not, but UL was maybe down like five or six or something, about 40 seconds left, and they just had like a comically bad turnover, just gave it right to Lipscomb, um, and that that really just kind of wrapped it up. They had like seven or eight really bad turnovers in the last five or so minutes. It was just embarrassing. Yeah, they're not they're not a good basketball team. Uh, however, Scoots, IU, they beat Elon Musk. woo Without Trace and Xavier. That's right. Man, does that mean that Indiana is now the CEO of Twitter? They should yes. be. They get they get to take over the website. Is, is he really is he really exciting. stepping down? Is that really uh, going to happen? He says if he can find somebody foolish enough to run it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So like I I don't under Elon Musk is such a fascinating person because he's such a like I I'm entertained by him from afar, but it feels like he's like that. My opinion of Elon Musk is like skyline chili. Like I I'm fine with it. I don't really go out of my way to to seek it out, but like you know it's okay by me. But everybody else has really strong opinions on it one way or the other, and I, I, that's just I. I don't know. I'm just like, eh, you know, just don't ruin my, just don't ruin my Twitter. Keep it around. It's kind of uh, a big deal to me. It's important for my job, so don't ruin that. That's where the only difference is. Is Skyline Chili is not important to my job. That's where that's where the analogy runs foul. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, I like that you threw that. Just I, I was wondering where Sky if Skyline Chili was going to come back into play here. Um, I'm glad to know that KSR employees Skyline Chili. It does not. There's no impact between the two. You can you can either go there if you like, but it's not incorporated with the job. I, I, I yeah, I'm I'm with you. Just want Twitter to continue just to run smoothly. 
It seems like it does for the most part. I'm fine with that. It was interesting to find in the most recent installment of the Twitter files, Roush, that when we are getting bullied on the internet, it it may not just be some troll in somebody's basement. It could be the U.S. Army out there bullying us on Twitter. So that was good to see. Wait, the U.S. Army can bully us on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, the Twitter had a partnership with the U.S. government where the U.S. government was basically running just like fake guys. They were... They basically had a, a ton of fake accounts that Twitter gave them blue check marks for and like hyped up their their tweets so they could like have negative tweets for like Iranian state media and stuff like that. And there were hmm. some even in America. They were just basically having influence influencing social media falsely for other foreign accounts and also in the country and it was coming from our government and the government was paying twitter to be able to do all of it so always good to see the tax dollars hard at work yep uh, that's what we we're spending we're tax dollars for taxes for tweets no taxation without tweet sentation i retweeted by the way this bill that they're signing through today and holy smokes is it which one is it it's the one that's going to be 1.7 trillion oh the word salmon appears 48 times 65 million dollars for salmon hey i'm I'm a big fan of salmon it's tasty (laughs) scooch what did you think of uk's black jerseys i love the black i've i've said multiple times on this show i'm a big black jersey guy I don't care who's wearing them. I love them. Yeah, but you, you, so you don't think any black jerseys could look bad? I don't. No, I'm, I'm okay. of the mindset that you're rocking a black jersey. It's gonna look good. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're they're as far as I can tell, they're literally just the same as the white and the blue ones, but they're just they're the color black. Looks good. Roush, I always do love the. Oh, I thought our colors were blue, and I thought our colors were white. Scoots made a good point. Have you? Do you all ever recall uh, a a black jersey that did look bad? Yeah, U of L's alternate football jerseys that said the Ville in ginormous font oh. on them. Those look horrible. <laughs> yeah, those were they. They use like a caricature font for those. Yeah, good call. It was like off centered too. That 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 was a swing and a miss there with the old black jerseys. But hey, the football team gets them. The basketball team gets them. I think they look good with the blue. I don't necessarily like. I don't, and not that I'd whine or cry about it. But I, I also don't think it should be like the norm. It should be like a special occasion jersey. But to each of their own, I guess. Um, Louisville. It looks like they're getting a lot of their guys. I'm curious what's going to happen with DeAndre Moore. But they got two of their big offensive linemen. They were the Madden Sanker and Luke Burgess were their first ones in. So Jeff yeah, got um. Those were big it, time. I think they had yeah. a surprise flip um, to somebody they thought they were getting. I think went to Cincinnati. Uh, the uh, was this lately? Yeah. Or, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. The, the tweet got deleted that I saw it from. So maybe it wasn't a surprise. But um, no, I, that was that. Uh, that was big. They were able to get Sanker and Burgess. 
I, I just know the um, the kid from Georgia, the DB, that was the biggest one that Satterfield got to follow him. But he, yeah, that's who it was. But I guess yeah. it wasn't maybe like a, a this morning surprise. That yeah, was, yeah, it was like a week ago or something. Gotcha. Yeah, my B. Um, but no, for the it, it seems so. They're doing that announcement ceremony out west where they're going to have their quarterback commit and a couple of their other guys commit and whatnot. Uh, for that more commitment, they put his college TBD, which yeah, he's committed yeah. to U of L. So I think they are all just assuming he's going to flip to Texas. It is weird. Uh, just following some of the national guys, like even, even some of them were conflicted, like didn't know one way or the other. So that, that one's, um, that, that one actually might be a mystery whenever he announces, even though it does seem like he's going to end up flipping to Texas. If he ended up going to U of L, though, they would be very, very excited. Very much so, and understandably so. That would be a big time get. Uh, is there a chance, Roush, that UK's class finishes above U of L's when the dust settles? I don't think so. They don't. Ha- There's not enough uh, guys out there to make it for that lost ground. I thought that. I think it was twenty four seven. One one had UK ranked above a couple spots. Yeah, uh, above Louisville? Yeah, our friend BZ tweeted it out, unless I was just seeing things. But, um, yeah, I think it was like two spots ahead, maybe. Let me uh, let me give it a, a, a check, because admittedly, since I became a company man, um, I, I typically only just follow our consensus or whatever. Well, um, while I double-check to make sure I'm just not making things up, did... Uh, did Graham Mertz commit to Florida? He's not made it official, but that is um, that's what it, sources tell the athletic that sort of thing um, that he's going to commit to Florida. That that came out late last night. That's You're right. Twenty four seven only has Louisville a few spots ahead of Kentucky. Oh no! No, they're a lot ahead of Kentucky. Where is Kentucky? Kentucky's forty fourth on twenty four sevens. Jesus. Who? Like third, fourth, and one threes. So wait, what? It, yeah, what, no, well, Kentucky's like 15 spots behind Louisville in 24/7's rankings. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what that tweet was all about. Yeah, not sure. Not sure. But well, yeah, sure. Uh, we could have a Grand March revenge game, uh, week five at the. Uh, is it the Kroger this year? Yeah, it's at the Kroger this year. Oh, it's the overall team rankings. So that includes the transfer portal additions, I'm being told. Oh, see, and that, somebody asked me about that. I've just, I'm not, like, that. that's hard to, to do. Like, to, to gotcha. factor in, you know, all that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to let that. I, I'm not going to toot the, the horn of all that. I do like the idea of it, but it is probably a reason why you don't have, like, a clear-cut easy one is because it is a mm-hmm. hard recipe to come up with, mixing all that stuff in there together. Oh, man, would have been more exciting. But we'll just have to be overall team ranking guys then, unfortunately. And, Roush, you have to put the on three hat aside and just say that you've always been a 24-7 man. <laughs> All right, uh, Shane we, and Terry will understand. He was once a 24-7 man. And a Rivals man and pretty much yeah. any other sports website that's out there. Uh, he was one of those mans as well. Okay, we will come back for hour number two of signing day coverage on Kentucky Roll Call. Uh, any more any any surprises you're going to want to stick around and we'll also get to the Thornton's text line 
502-414-1450. Don't go anywhere. This is KRC. I'm Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandma, we believe Over? You say over? I heard no family! Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM. I'm TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, signing day special edition of KRC. We appreciate you spending it with us. Text on into the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. Roush, any surprises? Any news? Uh, no big surprises yet. Um, did I share that Trey Cornus committed to Tulane? No, but he, that seemed to kind of be the buzz yesterday. Yes, he was, uh, he was one of the running backs we were tracking late in the process. Um, from what I understand, UK was like, ah, we're just going to go with two running backs this class instead of three. Um, because they already got Ray Davis. And they really like where they are with Jamarion Wilcox. So they're trying to close that one up, spank it on the bottom, and get that one done. Um, Jeremiah Anglin just came in. And uh, big fan of uh, old Grady Judd. He's a, he's a ball player. He's a ball player. Well, good. We'll keep you updated with any news as it comes in. I think five- we're up to seven now. So, yeah, about about half the commits are officially official. And then tomorrow's show, we'll be able to recap everything as it goes down. What time is Stoops talking today? Uh, noon. So we're going to be waiting around all day. I, if you recall last year, I don't even think he did a signing day press conference because of all the Keontae drama. Oh, my gosh. Last year was one of the weirdest ones ever. Yeah. Yeah. Very bizarre. He was like, just he just had to like waste time, right? Until mm-hmm. they, they got it in. Exactly. Yeah. That was very <laughs> bizarre. When like whoever it was, like Slacks or Tony Neal, he was like, "Yeah, you're you go, you can talk about him." Didn't Keontae do the thing where he announced, but then he was like, "Um, actually, not ready. Don't know where I'm going." Was that yeah, Keontae? He's in Texas, like Texas. The so he's in the All American Bowl, and I don't know what the All American Bowls. Um, they, they had some sort of contract to do a signing day show type deal. And so they had a lot of kids show up to make announcements at the All-American Bowl on signing day. And he just was like, ah, I'm not ready yet. And then he flew home and then just made the announcement on CBS Sports HQ from his uh, from his gym. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Is he going to be back at, at UK? Not positive, just you know, nothing new there. But uh, that's there's a there's a possibility that he could be. What's your uh, guess? Maybe I, I, I. You don't really when kids go into the portal, you don't really hear a lot of oh, so and so's reaching out. It's not like recruiting 
where like once they've get into college, they keep things pretty buttoned up, pretty they're pretty tight lipped. So like I don't I don't know if schools have been reaching out to him or not. Um but uh yeah, yeah. Uh I'm just that's just I what I heard a few days ago wouldn't be surprised. So I'm I'm gonna stick to that for a little bit longer. All right. We'll see. I don't we'll see. like really the expectation would be that if even he did stick around that you'd see much of an impact in 2023. But that that's kind of the hard part with him is that like even if he hung around Roush, he'd have to get his body right. That's going to take some time. Maybe you'd see him play a little bit this season, but it'd probably be like, could they just be in that same spot next year where it's like, okay, he may be looking around elsewhere if he didn't get the minutes he wants. That's the, that's kind of the hard part about all this. Yeah. Maybe you just let him go. And you let her go but of course, I have no idea. I, it's just I've, I sometimes feel so bad for these people with the adults in their lives, uh, the advice they give or maybe don't give in some situations. Uh, should we go to the Thornton sex line? Yeah, yeah, let's go to it. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the number. I'm very much looking forward to stopping into Thornton today. Got some yesterday with Scoots. Really set the tone for a great day. Uh, we got me all fired up whenever Devin Leary announced yesterday. So uh, you'll be fired up, too, when you stop by a Thornton's. Download the refreshing rewards app for you go. Uh, I So, Scoots, funny thing is, in between uh, my Thornton's trip with you, I got a 20 cents off gas. So I'm glad I waited to put gas in my car until later because, boom, 20 more cents off. Just wow. like that with the Thornton's refreshing wow. rewards. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Really Scoots, is. What would you get from Thornton's? I got a Red Bull and a sausage, egg, and cheese croissant. Croissant. Sorry. How'd the, how'd the Red Bull hit? Uh, it hit real good. But it was really weird when we got to the Thorntons. Roush turned his car off and took his keys inside. I, I just thought that was the weirdest thing. Whoa. Weird. He yeah. did what? Yeah. Did turned his car really? off, took his keys in, and then had so to restart his car when we got out. Don't tell me he locked his car, too, when he got out of it. He did he... lock his car, yeah. Wild. Oh, my gosh. What a weirdo. No kidding. The gall. Roush, how did you not leave the car running with all four doors open with a come steal me sign off the side of it? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Well, good. I'm glad you boys had a good a good Thornton strip. And uh, we love the Thornton sex line. One texter says, don't worry, guys. Next year, 40-0. Just remember, there's always next year under cow. That's true. There is always next year. Wait, you're going way back. We're supposed to be at the John text. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just, I, 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 hey, 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 there was an X on this one. I just was, uh, that's why we removed the X's. My bad. <laughs> I don't know where the other X is. Okay, here we go. John here. Good morning, everyone. By gosh, TJ, you're taking a lot of crap this morning on the text line. Hey, I'll say I do agree with some, uh, some that believe Cal will not be fired this season or even next. With that type of recruiting class coming in, on paper, it looks like an awesome season. The question I have is if Cal was not bringing in that type of class next season and this season would end up getting knocked out in the round of 32 or 16, then does the KRC crew think Cal may have gotten fired? Well, we've got to go talk to you later. No, I don't. Yeah. Um, no. No. I'm uh, also in camp, no. Yeah, I mean, 
things aren't great right now, but there's also uh, like the the firings of a whole different ball game, especially when it's I mean, to do that, you have to pay him a lot of money, a lot of money. A yeah, lot. he's he's. I mean, and also hypothetical is if he didn't have a good recruiting class coming in, he does. So really, a non-starter. I wonder if anybody in the press will ask him about constantly using the word tweak. I wonder if any media members will ask us about his style of play and criticism that it needs to change. Not sure what they mean by that. I wonder if anyone will ask if his negative critics in the state have seemed to get louder and how that affects him. No, they won't. They're scared to confront him and would rather just complain behind his back. Drew Franklin's a good example. Seems like a nice dude, always trashing Cal on the radio, but does he ever go to a press conference and ask a tough question? Um, he actually was trying to get a question in uh, in New York, um, and Cal got out of there after about six questions. Um, also, to like, I get some of this, but like, there's also a part of asking Cal questions that's hard. Not like, oh my gosh, it's so scary. Like, it's hard to get in one of these hard hitting journalism questions, and him actually like he, he he dodges them. He answers questions in the way he wants to answer them. So like. You know, you can hold his feet to the fire. He just might walk all over it and still not address the fire. I don't know if maybe I'm being overly defensive of my colleagues, um, but like some of the stuff he actually does get asked about his offensive style, the overall theory, and he'll just like take that question and then say, "How about Lance?" Like that. That Cal's very good at dancing around difficult questions. Well, in. Not even so much, just to be fair to Calipari, not even so much sometimes dancing around. It's just there's not going to be an answer that's going to satisfy anybody. Like when you ask him, hey, things haven't been as good lately. And he'll say, yeah, you know, I want to win just as much as anybody else. I know the fans want to win. And we're we're getting there. And then he'll go Mm -hmm. into how Lance Ware's improved and how this, that. And it's just he's not going to. It, yeah, it's a satisfying that, answer because there really isn't any. See, yes, yeah, and, and that—that's the hard part of all of this. Is like without him just saying, you know what, guys, I—I I messed up. I'm an idiot. We should be. We're gonna. I'm gonna change everything, Mitzi. Like, you're—you're you're right. There, there aren't a whole lot of things he can say that will um, appease the the masses in this scenario. And then the the Bryce Hopkins stuff, folks. He's a good player. He would not be the answer to all UK's issues. Now, I would have, I would appreciate his toughness, and I think he would make this team better than what Jacob Toppins brought to the table up to this point this season. So, yes, I think Kentucky could be a slightly better team, but the offense, Bryce, you, Bryce Hopkins can't spread the floor. You'd still have a lot of issues with spacing if Hopkins were still at UK. He's a really nice player. Like we said that when he left. I was a huge. I'm a huge Bryce Hopkins fan. I kind of like Providence, so I was happy that he ended up there. But you do think back to like, if you're looking for a criticism, roster construction. Kentucky had a team with Jacob Toppin, Damian Collins, Lance Ware, Bryce Hopkins, uh, Keon Brooks. How many four? How many fours does one basketball team need to have? That was a ton. And meanwhile, the backcourt was literally falling. A, falling to pieces and you didn't have enough bodies back there but yes Bryce Hopkins is a good player he's going to continue to put up good numbers but he's not somebody that can spread the floor it would still be crowded that being said 
Keon Brooks can spread the floor, and he's putting up big numbers. Uh, it, it seems like maybe, maybe, at least a couple months into the season, Cal may have chosen wrong with the four position. Yeah, and and you know what? That could be a like that that could be an actual mistake, a problem that um, he made. But mm-hmm. like I, I, I still like if you looked at the if you looked at the past returns, I wouldn't. Like I can't blame him for like, that. That seemed like the right decision to make at the time. Yeah, I mean, if he wanted to develop Hopkins, that I think that could have been a good avenue to go down. But once it came became clear that Oscar was likely going to be coming back, you wanted to go in a different direction of athleticism, probably, and not just more muscle. But unfortunately, Toppin's not really doing much of anything. Um, not shooting. Not. It's just I think some of this is a topping issue, and that could fall back on Cal for being wrong. But again, we've got more time in this season. We'll see. And it sounds like Chris Livingston's going to get minutes tonight. People forget UK plays tonight. Attacks People do the forget the, the Rattlers. The, yeah, bring it on. Uh, they lost to U of L by six, so they can't be that good. I don't. I don't know if they've beaten a D one team. I thought I read that somewhere that they haven't beaten a D one team this year. Um, oh, so, Flamu. It better be a, a 100-point scoring outing for the Cats. A texter says, same here. Keep Keeping next year's class and getting them to Lexington with nobody dropping out is most important to me. And there's still a lot of basketball this season. I wouldn't, I wouldn't panic just yet. A texter says, KFC doesn't get the respect they deserve as a fast food restaurant. The famous Bulls are incredible. Well, KFC dude, is just like a place that I wouldn't go to get like a single meal. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of just the, uh, like the, 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 the family buckets, you know? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a famous that, bowl, Roush? Yeah, I've had a famous bowl. I've also made them myself at home. They're good, but okay. it's not like something I seek out. I, for, I forgot you were so cheap. Make them at home then, pal. Jeez, just a wow. lot like a lot of hostility there. A lot of hostility just on the show today, but it, like it's Christmas time. What's wrong with everybody? You, you set the tone, TJ. <laughs> I, I don't think there's. I didn't set the tone with any hostility. Yeah, it's it's all it's your tone, TJ. That's what it is. <laughs> oh yeah, here I, I apologize. A texter says. After the Vandy loss and uncertain if UK would fire Scangarello or not, I was ready to drop my season tickets. But with Cohen, Leary, and the rest of the portal moves, they reeled me right back in. Schedule's tough, but God willing, I'll be back at the Krogue loud as I can be. Go Cats. Uh, Yeah, no, yesterday's news and today's momentum, it's going to be good for season tickets. And you can make a case, Roush, best home schedule of all time at the Krogue next season. Florida, Tennessee, Alabama. I mean, holy smokes. There's NFL teams that don't have that much talent coming through their stadiums. That's a joke, but UK should say that. They can steal it. Man. Uh, the flip book and that slogan. I'm just dishing out gold today. Folks at Florida are down bad this week, too. I saw there was one guy who was just tweeting, like, 15 days to baseball. 59 days to baseball. 59 days. To, like, they're, they're, they're moving on to baseball. Their recruiting's gone so badly. They took the loss to Oregon State really hard in the bowl game for whatever reason, even though they knew what was coming. They've lost a ton of kids to Miami. So, I guess is that they're relying on Graham Mertz to be their saver. Uh, what could go wrong? Oh, boy. 
the Cats going to be undefeated, 4-0 and with Florida coming to town. The Krogs are going to be rocking and rolling. I mean, that would be four and five years. Like You want to talk about the psyche of a Florida fan? They would not know how to handle that. Their brains, Woo! they spent decades beating Kentucky Woo! every single year, and then to lose four out of five, uh, it would just rot their brains. It would be awesome. It's got to happen. should happen. It, it, for as tough as the back half of next year's season is, one, I still think there's more winnable games than people think. Two, the schedule does kind of set up in a fun way. Because they'll be early season, and if you're bringing in some new pieces, what a what a way to kind of start. You, you, you start off relatively easy. You'll get some of those MAC teams, Roush. And then, all right, so Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron. Home, home, home. You know, opening game, Ball State, that'll be a good crowd just because people will be excited for football. Eastern Kentucky, that should be a solid crowd because you'll get people from Richmond as well. The Akron game on the 16th, maybe that one's not amazing. That one could maybe be more dependent on the time, regardless, whatever. And then at Vanderbilt, September 23rd, Nashville for a little party. Woo, that could be a lot of fun. UK doesn't usually get Nashville earlier in the season, so that could be a fun road trip for Kentucky fans. Then you're 4-0. and you, you bounce back and beat Vanderbilt this year. You, you, get, you get things back in the right direction in that series. Then you get Florida at 4-0. Late September, the, that's like a perfect weather weekend usually for UK. Lexington's going to be rocking and rolling. And then if Kentucky's 5-0, and I bet you get a ton of UK fans that are going to Athens October 7th, Roush, for that Georgia game, which would be a lot of fun, would be a good road trip for UK. Would the expectation be to win that game? No, but it could be a good time. You never know. And even if you lose that, Roush, you come back at home with Missouri and Tennessee – uh, games that usually when they when those opponents as of late have come to the Krogue, the expectation has been to beat them. So I think the schedule actually sets up a little bit better than people think. It's still tough, no doubt about it. But given the pieces, given Leary, you keep him healthy, why the hell not? Dream big, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you should dream big. You don't know what Auburn, or excuse me, not Auburn, you don't know what Georgia's offense is going to look like a year from now. Um, would have been nice if they would have got Todd Munkin out of there. He... He's like the only guy that's been able to figure out how to score points at a prolific rate um, down there in a long time. So, but you know, uh, I don't think it's just a guarantee that they're going to be able to plug and play a quarterback in. You would assume so, but yeah, there's a there's a I, I can see a path where you can get into a potential shootout down there. Yeah, yeah. That the schedule is daunting as it is on the back end, having a lot of runway at the beginning does let you get those big dreams back. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, there's also something we got to consider. There's going to be a lot of quarterback attrition in the sec this year. I mean, at sec media days, Devin Leary is going to be once again, Kentucky's quarterback is going to be in the conversation as the best in the league, if not just already the best in the division. Love it. I mean, that's a that's a, a, a cool sentence that I I enjoy hearing in regards to UK football. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you see Mike having some hot takes. Um, like this isn't the ACC, and he'll pick South Carolina to win the East or something. And it'll yeah, yeah. It'll be a good time. You can see it unfold. Uh, another texture says, "I know you guys will be busy talking signing day, but I have a basketball question for all of you. People like Jones constantly say Cal needs to change, but never says exactly." 
how he needs or exactly he needs to do or what exactly he needs to do. The texts are a little typo there. So my question for each of you is this. Wake up tomorrow as John Calipari. What exactly are you doing scheme-wise to fix this team and make it a contender? If any of you say spend time with my dogs, you can suck it. Go Cavs. Well, I think the I, clearest thing is what's coming up um, next is uh, the the just putting Chris Livingston at the four. Uh, yeah, I'm I, Chris Livingston is your starting four. I am playing some lineups with Toppin at the five when I'm giving Oscar a break. I'm playing some lineups with Collins at the five when I'm giving Oscar a break. I am at some point playing Wheeler, Wallace, Reeves, and Frederick together. I know that we're going to be giving something up defensively there, but I'm just going to do it just to see what the spacing on and, and the floor looks like there. Uh, I'm doing different lineups, all offensive driven, and it's all based on not playing too many bigs together. And that is a simple thing that he should already be doing but if I wake up tomorrow and I have the keys to the offense, those are the simple fixes I'm doing right away. So many people can realize it. It is a little concerning that he is just refusing to do these things. Yeah, and, and I still – like some of the big picture changes that people called for and asked for, he did and they worked. And that was bringing Orlando and Tegua back and getting Shane Coleman and really revamping their recruiting efforts. Like he's done a lot of the things – just the ultimate big one is the playing the too many big guys, right? Uh, that that that's the the ultimate one that I think is is really clogging things up for. Uh, I don't I don't I still don't think it's like the a guaranteed fix, but I think it would help. And the change stuff that can get annoying again, but you know it's annoying is losing a lot of big games. That's more annoying than anything else going on. And with, with UK basketball or people talking about UK basketball or the fans, it's not winning enough games. And Cal can fix all that stuff by just not winning enough games. And so much of the change stuff, it just all we want is more wins. We just, we don't care how it happens, how it looks, really. We just want more wins. It looked freaking awesome last year. And when you are winning, then you know people would be like, see, look, he's doing that, he's doing that. That's what we wanted. And whatever, like we all have wanted him to get great recruiting classes. Yes, it's great when he gets the best of the best as well. But we just want it to equal wins. And I do think that playing different lineups could give you a better chance to win. But we all can have our own different suggestions about this, that, or the other. At the end of the day, I don't care. I'll be wrong a million times if it means UK basketball is winning. And if I'm right a ton and UK basketball stinks, I don't really get much of a satisfaction out of that. It all just comes back to finding ways to win. A texture says we can all say we can all just say that what or who Cal is really missing is John Robick. Oh, I don't doubt from a scouting standpoint this has been things have taken a drop since Robick has not been with the the team. Yep, uh, that's that's certainly fair to say. Uh, certainly fair to say. I do also want to say that like while I'm annoyed and want wins too, it is still a lot of basketball left. I'm sure UNC fans, when they got trounced by UK this time last year, they, you know, nobody thought that team was going to have a chance to make a run. It's all about playing your best basketball in March. It does stink that it doesn't look like the Louisville Regional is going to happen. That's just, I mean, very disappointing. 
But at the end of the day, you know, the season's not over. They've got time to figure this stuff out. It's not fun right uh, now, but there's still no. time. There's still there's still plenty of time, um, which means it's almost time for a break. But um, before we go, uh, Scoots, one of the the greatest ever wear that black and yellow, uh, sadly passed away this morning. Franco Harris. What this year they were marking? Yeah, it, it, the the worst part is I believe this weekend they were gonna. They, it was the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. And I, I want to say they were going to retire his jersey, but I thought they already retired his jersey. Yeah, I thought they had as well. Rough week for me. Franco Harris, and you had Tom Browning earlier this week. Bad week for my teams and their former superstars. Yeah, 72 years old, uh, passed away uh, this morning, we found out. So RIP to Franco Harris, legendary NFL player, uh, you know, orchestrator of one of the greatest football plays ever uh passed away at 72 uh that that name will will live on forever and ever and ever r.i.p we'll come back this is kentucky roll call on big x sports radio tj walker nick roush justin kalen and it was the the redneck reindeer up to the front of the sleigh delivering toys to all the good old boys Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. We live in a society of laws. Why do you think I took in all those police academy movies? For fun? Well, I didn't hear anybody laughing. Did you? It's a living thing. It's a terrible thing to lose. It's a given thing. Welcome back to one final segment, Kentucky Roll Call. Uh, you know what goes well with signing day is a delicious, fully stuffed burrito from Salsaritas. Oh, Two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. Download the Salsaritas app and keep them in mind for your catering needs throughout the holiday season. Maybe you're hosting a big fourth, big fourth of July party. A big New Year's Eve party, have football on all day. You're going to watch UK beat U of L basketball by a thousand. Watch UK beat Iowa three to nothing. Salsaritas all day. Keep them in mind for catering throughout the holidays. They're the best. Woohoo. Roush, any commitments? Uh, not any uncommitted players yet, but we're up to nine by my count. I hope my count's right because Justin Rowland just said they're up to 11. So I think I counted right. One, two, three, seven, 13, four, four, five. Well, you figure that out. We can read more text. Scoots, a lot of good feedback from the, the song going to that last break. From? people oh i didn't say anything so i just didn't know yeah well you, you don't have access to my phone or my twitter do you oh okay that's, that's I what i was asking I, I didn't I know where it came from i hope you don't have access to my twitter i do not i gotta go check my likes i guess 
No, but everybody likes Leroy. Absolutely. The redneck right. As they should. Can get to the text line unless Roush has an update for us. Man, I counted 10. Um, I'm just, I, I'm so bad at counting. How about this bad at counting? One, two, three, three, four, four five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. Counting with Kentucky roll call. Maybe it's 10. I don't know. But it's it's some of them. We're still waiting on uh, two of the bigger fish, two of the higher ranked recruits, Avery Stewart and Shamar Porter. Four-star signings, one a national wide receiver, one an Alabama defensive back. Really talented. So still waiting on them. Uh, still waiting to hear from uncommitted guys. Uh, heard there might be a surprise for a four-star linebacker, which would be nice. Um, so yeah, that could be, that could be Jamarion Wilcox is the one though, that I'm really just like, all right, get this one done because I think this dude could, uh, I think this dude could be a, a badass for Kentucky like next year. Uh, really like Jamarion Wilcox, the running back really talented. All right. That's, that's high praise coming from you. Yeah. I, he, he's, he's on the smaller side, but he's able to navigate through traffic. He's really physical. I'm, I'm just a very big fan. All right. Get him on board. A texture says, I read that a low-grade pectoral tear takes four to six weeks to heal, but a high-grade tear takes three to four months. Do we know what Devin Leary had? My question, can spring practice uh, game be pushed back to allow more recovery time, or the practice is spread out enough so it wouldn't make any difference? Count me as excited for next year, and we're not even finished recruiting as of this writing. Uh, Roush, I didn't get to hear as much as I would have liked of you and Luckett's live YouTube breakdown of Leary yesterday, um, which, by the way, I saw that you all had record numbers. Congrats on that. That's yeah, awesome. Thanks. You two do a really, really good job. Um, I, I, it was really enjoyable. But I did hear breaking news from Adam Luckett that Devin Leary out for the UK spring game. I did hear that part. Yeah, that was breaking news. Devin Leary out of the spring game. First everybody be sure. Luckett. Yeah, everybody be sure to cite Luckett with that report. Um, <laughs> but, so he suffered that injury in October. They were talking about coming back in March. So I know counting, we just, it's, it's a problem with me, but November, December, January, February, March, when spring practice begins, puts you at five months, post-op so I would think that he would be good enough to throw but maybe not good enough to uh, like you know like just take it easy take it easy so I I think that'll be fine as long as it's not uh, live yeah the next hit that dude should take should be that opening game we already talked about it a little earlier but uh, that opening game of the season September 2nd against Ball State and ideally maybe he doesn't even take any hits in that game but yeah, you got you're gonna be careful with them, and once he's able to just start throwing to the receivers, they can start working on that chemistry. And you're gonna have a red jersey on him. They're not gonna let him get touched in practice, whether he was coming off injuries or not. So yeah, take your time with him. But we do want him to be at full strength. Uh, just so cool, Kentucky got that guy. It really is. It really is. And and I'll say and to add to the first kind of rant that I went on to start the show which was not negative at all, is while talking that UK could be in this situation next year, whether in a more positive 
spot from a momentum standpoint or a more negative one. Regardless, I think, uh, obviously, my point was how the season goes. But you're going to get Dustin Wade the opportunity to show a lot of good things in this Music City Bowl. He could have an entire spring to keep working with the offense. Potentially, and again, someday Stoops will just need to develop a guy within the program uh, to be quarterback. That would be nice, something that he hasn't really done since he's been the head coach. So potentially it's somebody already in. Good opportunity for these people. It would be. Very good opportunity for him. Did we lose Roush? No, I'm, I'm. Do you hear me? I'm here. You just not just not listening. I was just. I hear uh, you. I was just. Yeah, yeah. I zoned out there for a second. You know, there's a lot of a lot of moving parts on signing day. I'm over here trying to count, and you know that that's that's difficult for me. You know what's a not on authority difficult? On Oh, I was going to say counting your savings Go when ahead. you use promo code Big X when you get your Shady Rays. Shady Rays, they're the best. Promo code Big X, 25% off. And like, I'm, we do this every day, but like, if you haven't gone to the website, what are you, what are you waiting on? Go do it. Right now. See what they got. They're amazing sunglasses. Check them out. Promo code Big X, 25% off. Thorns text on now, TJ. Back to where we were. TJ, I was with you on the no ACC quarterbacks because the conference stinks, so now I'm torn with our new QB1. Yeah, but I think like he was somebody that I didn't really think was probably a realistic option for Kentucky. Uh, but he would be one of the ones that I think you would be more excited about. When you heard the May rumors, he obviously would be one that you'd be excited about, but that that seemed to be not true. Uh, it was Leary. Uh, Roush, did you see that the Clemson quarterback you wanted at Kentucky is maybe going to go to Hawaii? Maybe going to go to Hawaii. Um, and uh, can I be clear, too, that part of the reason why I I was, I don't want to say defending him, but part of the reason I brought it up so much is that like, if Rich was still here, he was probably going to get that guy. So, you know, I was just kind of getting everybody ready. His, uh, Rich liked him. Rich was, Rich was going in that direction. But, yeah, there's a crystal ball for DJU to go to Hawaii, which would be interesting in the first year of the – I think it's Colt Brennan who's now the quarterback back there. But So that would be fascinating. I also saw yesterday – I don't know if you checked this out or not, or, or not Scoots, but Pat Narduzzi, he goes mm-hmm. on an annual uh, tirade about nil. Um, he's just big, he he has a lot of get off my lawn kind of vibes. And yesterday he was on a radio station and said, "I know people that have offered five million dollars for Drake May. It's getting out of hand. I'm not going to say what schools did it, but they they were trying to get him away. And this is just this is out of hand. It's like, well, name names or just quit complaining, old man. Like five one million, five five million to go to their school. Jeez, it's a lot of money to go play college football." I think I think if you're getting paid five million, you have to play in your bowl game, regardless of NFL draft status. Sheesh! It's also like, I mean, Narduzzi's complaining because Pitt, like they they, they don't nil is not a thing that they have. So maybe 
maybe worry about getting your house in order instead of just complaining about others. I don't know. Uh, that just, it annoys me. It annoys me. DJ, you going to Hawaii, though, makes a lot of sense with his last name. Seems like a Hawaii guy. <laughs> uh, I think his little brother's going to go to Oregon, too. Hmm. Um, yeah, so a lot of moving parts this morning. Arch Manning, he officially signed with uh, Texas. So a lot, a lot of moving parts. Uh, commitments happening later on today. Uh, I think we might be waiting till Wilcox until maybe later this afternoon. Uh, so we'll, we'll see on that one. Jair Hill is later this afternoon. That one feels like Michigan. Not sure on Carmelo English. I know Kentucky felt like they were in a good spot uh, a week ago uh, with him, but it feels like Michigan's kind of turning the tide late. And uh, DJ, I, I think your internet's doing good enough now to hang in tight, but uh, Michigan has been a real pain in the ass for Kentucky. Uh, there, there's four guys uh, who Kentucky was kind of duking it out with down the stretch with Michigan and and all four of them may end up at in Ann Arbor. Uh, Cameron Calhoun was a one-time UK commit. He's just signed with Michigan. Uh, Carmel English good in there. DJ Waller committed to Michigan over the weekend. So uh, Jim Harbaugh, why don't you just go to Indianapolis Colts instead? Just go get out of here. Yeah. The Waller commitment. I I wasn't crazy about Uh, me neither, but the other ones I'm, I'm, don't either know enough about or don't think it's all that like I don't think English would be a huge like I'd like him at Kentucky but I'm not you know wide receivers yeah right right it's not like a we've got to have him sort of deal um Mm -hmm. the quarterback would be awesome but that was always felt like a long shot yeah well uh how many texts did you get to while I was having some issues zero we were just uh just doing some recruiting updates okay did you hear me talk about the ACC quarterback one? Yes. Okay. We, we did discuss that, yeah. Roush, is the staff looking at bringing in a backup QB? Feel like you almost have to with the second option, with the physicality of the SEC and Leary's past injuries? I think the, the good luxury they have is that there are going to be portal players in the spring. So they get to kind of see if Destin Wade, what he can do in this bowl game. And, like, if Destin Wade is solid – and they win with him at quarterback over Iowa. Like, I don't think you need to, right? Um, so I, I, I think they at least get to have a trial run before uh, bringing anybody in in the spring. But that 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 option certainly out there. And then so is a, another offensive tackle. Texter says, "What did TJ get his wife's boyfriend for Christmas? The gift of sharing, allegedly." Saw TJ at Speedway on Bardstown Road last night whining about their selection of vape pens. <laughs> oh, speaking of vape pens, um, our guy Devin Leary, is he more Valley Station or Fern Creek? I thought the Fern I think Fern Creek is accurate. Yeah. He Yeah. I think he's good I think he's a good looking fella. Yeah. But like like the beard and the the tat, like the sleeves has some very uh yeah. That's what I thought. Fern Creek or Valley Station, wasn't sure. I never thought there would be a day that UK fans are more pumped for offseason football news than a basketball game, but here we are. Well, in fairness, it's against the Rattlers. Flame, uh, so. it, is, it, it is true, but football news, that yesterday came at a really good time for, for the, what the fan base needed. 
in for old John Calipari. Yeah. Okay. Here's a nice, nice bump. Yeah. And the unfortunate thing for Cal is just, as, as we mentioned, it's just, there's, there's nothing really you can do till probably that Alabama road game to get people mm-hmm. back in your corner. And they're, they're going to lose. I mean, they're going to lose plenty of road games in the SEC. Even good UK teams do it. Uh, well, I think this UK team can be good. They're not playing good right now, though. So, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a long couple weeks for the basketball program. The best you can do is just beat everybody down badly. Mm-hmm. In the meantime. Yeah. yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, Texter says, TJ and Nick, Roush can't predict the order of commits. Woj greater than Roush. <laughs> Man, he got me. Woj is greater than Roush. UK should do that. Like, hey, free season tickets for life if you accurately guess the order of commitments. <laughs> be a fun little contest. It would be a fun contest. Negative TJ this morning. The basketball team has rubbed off on him. Nothing I said was negative. Just saying you're putting yourself in a fun, you're in a fun situation where you're probably going to be doing this again. Will it be? Will you be in a better position or a worse position? And it will depend on how the season goes. But I think we all are feeling better about how the season should go. You got the best quarterback you could out of the transfer portal. That's worth getting excited about. I'm pumped. Can't you hear it? TJ giving some Skip Bayless vibes this morning. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> yes, Roush hears the negativity coming from TJ. No negativity. Going back to edits of Leary throwing the ball to the receivers, you noticed one of them was Tavion. Hmm. Yep. It's pretty, uh, it feels pretty obvious that it's going to be Tavion, uh, that he's coming back. That's great. I mean, what a, what a, what a three wide receivers to have, especially with Leary. Proven running back. Everything's coming up. Cats, baby. Will they be looking at it for any offensive line portal additions in the spring? It sounds like one more, Roush. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's safe, safe to say. Um, so, um, yeah, I um, I think they will. And then that, that'll be something that we'll be monitoring. I'm not sure when the second transfer portal window opens up either. Uh, it was really just doing the kind of let's, let's get to signing day and then go from there. I think it's when you least expect it. It's kind of like going to Narnia, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you <laughs> yeah. can't want to go there. You just have to kind of stumble into it. Yep, exactly. Right through the the wardrobe. A texter says, John here. Good game day morning to all. I have our cats going crazy tonight and winning by 28 plus. Let's go crazy as well with the MVP pick and say CJ makes a good amount of shots. Also, someone should tell that little girl that was – Singing that it will cost a hundred thousand to buy a hippopotamus. So unless her family is wealthy, it's not going to happen. What a waste of a song. Well, got to go talk to you later. I actually haven't organically heard that song on the radio just with my Christmas music listening, but I do like it. It's a good change of pace Christmas song. Yeah, I'm. I'm also a big fan of the um, uh, the, the the chipmunks. Want to play yeah. that loops the loop? Me, I, I still want a hula hoop. I have heard that one on air, but you, uh, you nor, normally hippopotamus I hear a ton. Haven't heard it once though. You will never, you will never hear the chipmunks on this radio show. I'll tell you that right now. You don't want to play that loops the loop. I freaking hate the chipmunks. They are so damn annoying. <laughs> what if Roush and I asked you nicely? No, not happening. Scoots. It's not happening. I'm I'm sorry. It's just not. I'm, my 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 hands will not allow me 
to type that song in and play it. Just warm what, up. What if we said all we want for Christmas is for you to play that song for us and make our year? Then I would. Or t- all we want for Christmas is our two front teeth. Then I would. That's a good one. Then I would tell you I will play it if you cover half of my bet with Trevor if I lose. What about, about if we wanted a hula hoop? Nope. Not getting played. Or, or playing that loops the loop. Not getting played. It's over. We're done. I just can't hardly stay in the way. <laughs> Please, come on, Christmas. Don't be late. A texter on the Thornton text line says, Me and the missus watched four Xmases last night. Also, the part where Katie's family is sitting around telling what they'll do better this coming year is gold. Vince Vaughn looking around after the grandma says she will do better to satisfy the grandpa is peak Vince Vaughn. And lastly, the mom saying she will do better to give the church and Pastor Phil more of herself. LOL. Oh, yeah. Another great scene. Amazing. And then... When they go to Vince Vaughn's mom's house and she's dating Vince Vaughn's character's friend, plays that role just amazingly. He offers Vince Vaughn money, yeah. gas money. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm struggling to. It's good stuff. Go back and rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be on the to do list. A texter says, "A great start to the day. The only thing I want for." Cat's miss is Carmelo English. Yeah, again, I would like him, but out of the other guys Roush mentioned, I, you know, English isn't, I think, at the top of that list. But, yeah, I still bring him on board if you could get him. Yeah, would be a big fan, but like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Will Cooks guy. So yeah. let's, let's do that. The contract Mitch gave Cal, it's just bad. To me, John looks like a guy who's ready to stop recruiting and coach NBA men again. I don't, I don't get that. I, I don't I just no, think – I don't think if if you think he doesn't look enthused coaching college, I think it's probably just he's done maybe coaching basketball altogether. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a hundred. Thing is, is like his actions on the recruiting front don't indicate that because he's recruiting better than ever. I just think that the formula has for success has changed the way the the way things worked when they worked the first time. It's just not It's not the same. The texter says, Good morning, fellas. Quick question. Are you worried about Leary's durability? Uh, Levis seems to be significantly bigger, and he couldn't make it this season without getting banged up. Any thoughts? Anyways, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, guys. Thank you. Um, Uh, Feliz Navidad to you. And, yeah, durability is always a concern for me, but there's nothing really you can do about that. you got to try to protect him with the best offensive line you can put out there, and Mm -hmm. uh, you just have to assume he'll stay healthy. And if not, hopefully have a backup option. But, yeah, durability will be a concern. Yeah, Uh, protect protect him at all costs. Scoots, did you hear the Rutherford show wasn't on air for 30 minutes yesterday and Trevor said it was your fault? Oh, it it definitely was. Yeah. Again? Hand up. Again. What did you do? Scoots. How I, does this keep happening? I what, forgot what to is it? freaking unmute their pod that they come through since they remote in. I told Trevor yesterday, if this was like a legit radio station, I'd be out of a job. No question. What a freaking <laughs> failure. <laughs> I know, but you're also telling that to Trevor. Like, he would still have a job. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true, yeah. You guys just wouldn't be talking to each other. You'd no, both be we, elsewhere. We wouldn't know each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe Roush needs this guy, TJ. Maybe Roush needs help. This guy, 
Roush needs this guy's help this morning. Jeez, I was going to get that out at some point. Uh, and it was uh, count. It was the count. Uh, uh, uh. The count, count. Kept wanting to load up and jump up on me. Uh, Texter says, CJ Nick, uh, wow, after the scoots blow up this morning, he gave away his trigger buttons. The chipmunks, motorized scooters, single women. That's true. That's a good point. Don't the forget, list keeps growing. Don't forget Coors Light. And splatty oh, plastic. yeah, that's a that one just, whew. man. Oh, yeah, you hate Coors Light. That's Blech. right. So gross. It's so wild. All right, let's uh, get our picks for tonight. <laughs> we have an update on the scoreboard. Scoots leading with yeah. five points. I have four points. Roush has negative one point. Oh, man. That's <laughs> tough. So we start out the there leader. The Scoots, what's what's your pick? Uh, give me the Cats. I don't think they put up a hundy, but I think they get close. 96 to 68. So give me a nice little 28-point win, and I'll stay with the theme, and I'll take Oscar. Okay. I will go uh, UK. 110 to 62, and give me Reeves. He'll lead the team in scoring. Um, I don't think the Cats will cover, but it will be close in a 92 to 60, 92 60. Uh, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll say, uh, Savir Wheeler puts up a ton of points in this game. Wow. You and Wheeler working out your differences. Yep. Bonding that bridge. That's what we like to hear. What is the official line for the game tonight? 37 and a half. Huge number. That's, that is a giant number. I do have the Cats covering that number, though. So that's good. Mm. The over-under, 133. Jeez, if you really think Kentucky's going to get close to 100 points, I would hammer that over, one would think. Interesting. All right. Well, enjoy the game. We'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy signing day. Probably going to be a few surprises. Make sure you're following along with Nick Roush. He'll have all the updates. And we'll come back tomorrow to talk about all the craziness that, that, we'll, that we'll see today. This is KRC. I'm Big X. Thanks for all the text into the show. Oh, you know, Nick Roush. Oh,